Hey everybody, Stephen here. Hope you're going super well. In today's episode, I want to double down on this conversation around stimulants and this never-ending hunt our brain goes on for this stimulation. And I want to talk about how I'm playing with it at the moment because it's really opening my eyes to how my brain works. So um, let's dive into it. Okay, let's dive into this episode. I really want to follow up on what I started talking about two episodes ago around what I'm learning about stimulants and how, you know, certain things are starting to slot into place in my life. And as you're pretty much if you're listening to this, you may get some therapeutic um, enjoyment out of these episodes. It may really open your mind to go and discover things about yourself. But to me, this is kind of like a therapy session and you get to be my psychologist. So I'm telling you about my experiences. So as I'm experiencing this, um, it's good to get out of my head and talk it through. I'm much worse at doing this with people on a regular basis. So the podcast allows me to talk to thousands of people all at once. So let's uh, dive into this. But I want to talk to you about what what's kind of clicking. You know, those little aha bombs. And, you know, the thing I'm looking at is for the whole of my life, I've realized I've been self-medicating. You know, it's something that you think, oh, it kind of makes sense. Probably should have guessed that already. I don't think I didn't realize it, but to a point where you realize that everything you're doing is purely on the hunt for a stimulant. You know, you're looking to stimulate your brain to give it additional resources that it's struggling with. So, you know, for my brain, it looks like it's dopamine and neuroephrine. Neuroephrine, oh gosh, I'm, not, I'm just, I'm just going to retire with that word, I think. Um, we'll call it efferent based on this. Please do not send this to any, uh, any doctors. But, um, you know, those two things seem to be faulty in the mind of many, you know, pretty much everyone with ADHD. And I would suggest from the studies I'm reading, is it's pretty much 50% of people with dyslexia. And what I would what I would estimate is the people that are really struggling with dyslexia at a high, high level would fit into that category. So if you're really hunting out for dyslexia and you're looking to go beyond just a little bit of reading and writing and you're having these similar challenges, you'd probably fit into this boat. But what I'm kind of realizing is my my everything I'm doing has been just to stimulate myself in this way. Um, you know, I was thinking about, you know, I've been trying to put this book together. I'm trying to write, which is a much more concise, clear and flowing version of the podcast. So taking all these things that I'm learning and putting them into a way that can truly help people. And what it's kind of, what I was thinking about is actually looking back at a day in my life. And I started doing the real hard thing of actually doing it, which is always the challenging thing, stick at it long enough to actually complete it. But looking at a whole day and in, in certain times in my life, everything I did was to find a stimulant, be it waking up and checking my phone, give myself that little dopamine hit. For a long time, I vaped, you know, you couldn't get away, you know, majority of my adult life, I was smoking or vaping. So every 10, 15 minutes, I was probably I was, you know, again, stimulating my brain at night when the, you know, as, as you get more tired as the day goes on and your brain's been overworking so much, 
alcohol was one of the stimulants I would turn to, or video games, or 25 episodes of Netflix. You know, um, all of these things were things that um, gave my brain the chemicals that it required to operate. And, you know, looking at it, you can see how it can affect children and adults and everything, you know, when it comes down to this, because your, your brain is on this constant search for survival. You know, I notice it with food. You know, I've, I've been for a long time so conscious and, and, you know, we call it emotional. It's interesting. For so long, I've called it emotional eating. I'm trying to eat my emotions, you know, and how can I solve eating my emotions? But in, in all lessons, it isn't anything to do with that. My brain is going, I need to be stimulated. Your brain is super fast. It's going to look at what is the closest and quickest way to gain additional stimulation right now. And if I'm driving past a KFC, guess what? There's your stimulation. And what keeps happening is that, you know, the longer this goes on without being recognized, um, you keep needing more stimulation, right? Your body builds up a certain level of resistance and you need more and more and more. It's why, you know, someone who can smoke one a day if they start, not this is, but you know, that I recommend this at all, but it's, um, you know, where you start, you need more and more every day because you, your resistance to nicotine goes up, right? Or your resistance to what, what's working for you. So, you know, what, a, you know, I've kind of always known it and I've put it down to going, I have an addictive personality. It's nothing to do with being an addictive personality, right? It's I have found medications that are across the counter that are legal that I can grab onto and I can use in my life to give myself some semblance of control in my brain. And like, that's a huge penny drop moment, right? You know, that's going like, I kind of knew this and I was, I've been kicking the football around the edges of this for a while, but to really put it down to there are two drugs in my head that are just not connecting or producing at the same level. Now that gives me some benefits in the way my mind works and and how it operates like the our minds are so much faster and more powerful and they've proven with adhd the problem is not um, a lack of attention it's too much attention your brain is too quick and too powerful it doesn't have the brakes to slow it down that's the problem it's not you have no attention it's your brain is too smart too fast too awesome it does not have though the chemicals that slow it down long enough to stay on one task so, so, but, but what's interesting is I was never diagnosed with ADHD. I was diagnosed with just dyslexia. So dyslexia is treated in a very different way than ADHD. Um, so I've kind of, you know, it's been a real wake up call of, of how much the ADHD side of this is affecting me and how it kind of fuels the dyslexic side of my life. It kind of puts that extra magic fairy dust on top of everything. So it's been, yeah, it's been an interesting, you know, it's, it's led to a really creatively interesting life. Um, you know, the amount of times you're unstimulated and then you get stimulated is remarkable, right? You know, you're off of stimulation, you're on stimulation. That, that is a ride, you know, that need and then getting that need and then getting. And, you know, looking at my life, you know, how can I use this information? You're probably saying, and I've, and, you know, just to, just to put a note here, I, I've actually created a visual graphic of some of these points that I think are stimulants, and I'll put a link to it in the podcast. 
it'll it'll pop up on our Patreon. I've, I've done it as a free post so you can see it. Um, and feel free to add your own stimulants on there. You can comment on it. What are you using that you think is a stimulant in your life? And let's try and create a massive list because there's heaps of these things, right? Anything that stimulates dopamine and neuroephrine, whatever it's called, um, is something like that, right? So like, how can I use this in my life? You know, if I can recognize that everything I'm doing is medication, what I have to start to do is change my medication. It's not about going cold turkey on medication. It's changing what I'm using. It's changing the type of pills I'm taking. Does that make sense? So for example, I've thrown away the drinking and smoking pills. I've thrown them away. So um, those are no longer options in my medication cabinet and i kind of that if you think about it like that you've got a medication cabinet you're going to need medication probably for the rest of your life like as far as i'm aware there is no solution to completely solve this at this point you know i'm i'm sure there are people working on it but as far as i'm aware you can't solve it so you've got to be using things and you've got to be understanding it so what I've added back into my cabinet recently, of course, is my ADHD meds, and those are definitely supporting it. They're definitely supporting what I'm trying to aim at, so that's helpful. Other things I'm doing is is trying to look at what is serving me and what's not. You know, and I think from year to year, I, th you know, I think it's going to be consistently improving my medications. You know, if I got to the end of this year and I'd traded smoking and alcohol for stringent exercise that would be a huge step and the ADHD meds of course if I'd, if I'd have changed that this year and I walked away at the end of the year with that that flip of the medication switch I'd be pretty stoked right like that's a huge step in the right direction but I think this understanding that what I'm doing is I'm actually just swapping the medications has given me a bit of a, you know, has actually relaxed me a bit because I was always very fearful that I didn't want to swap it and what I call them as addictions. I didn't want to swap the addiction of smoking and drinking for 10 hours of video games a day. Do you know what I mean? But by saying, hey, it's not an addiction, it's a medication. I'm just swapping medications. That gives me, that goes, okay, I just want to get better quality medications with less side effects, right? That's what I'm looking for. It's kind of like when I when I overeat. That's just a medication. The side effect of overeating is becoming a big fat slob. <laughs> and that's me talking to myself there. But like, but that is the that's the side effect, right? If you eat excess calories and you don't exercise it off, you are going to put on weight. Um, so it's about improving side effects. So like for me personally, this year what I've kind of clicked on is, hey, if I can if I can take off the smoking, the drinking and work through the food one, which I think is a big one uh, for medication, and replace it with ADHD meds, replace it with exercise and fitness, and then find potentially a third. You know, I do use meditation as well, but not as much as I could. I've got a bunch of these ones that I'm going to continue to start to grow, and you'll see them on that chart I put on Patreon. But I think that realization of saying, this isn't about me swapping addictions. It's about me swapping medications. And these medications are really important for how my brain operates. And that is okay. There's a huge mental shift for me. That's like, you know, it's kind of like a massive click. 
I'm not just shifting the problem, I'm taking control of it. And I'll give you another, here's another little thing I'm trying and testing is coffee. You know, caffeine is the best stimulant for this across the counter, right? It's why five-hour energy works and why ADHDs and dyslexics use it so often because it's so good. Caffeine actually helps us focus. So for me, I'll have a two-shot coffee in the morning. If I'm really going for gold, I'll make that four, maybe six. And I'm going to, um, what I'm going to start to do is put one decaf, one calf. So I'm actually going to lower the caffeine rate, but have it on a more frequent basis. So like I would like to have three or four coffees a day, but I cannot stay, stimulate, you know, that much caffeine does affect me in other ways. Like I start not shaking, but definitely affects me in a negative way. So finding a balance of that style of medication is cool. I want to do that. I want to test that out on myself. Another thing, oddly, that works for me as kind of a pattern interrupt is, is having a shower. Like I can have three showers a day. I love it. You know, that five, 10 minutes in the shower, I don't know, that the sound drowns out um, so much. You know, it's a good thing. Same with music, listening to music when I work on certain parts of projects. You know, all these things, you know, the change of going, actually, they're not, co you know, they're coping strategies in a way, but they're, they're a kind of medication, right? They're just a more physical, realistic medication. So that's what I wanted to share today, guys. That's the real brain switch. Have a look at that stimulant list I've put up there on the on the side. I've tried to put the the the, the worst ones on the left, the better ones on the right. Please add your own. I've forgotten a bunch, I'm sure. Um, and share it. You're welcome to share that image. Um, and again, thank you for anyone who does support us on Patreon. We do appreciate it. But I've popped that in the uh, podcast notes. Have an epic rest of your day, and I'll be back next week.